Ascending from the ends of South London, they like to mitch and mole. Is it is the unsuppressed podcast? It and Cole, aka the two miserable bastards. Welcome to another episode of the Unsuppressed Podcast with your boy Dids. Cupcake, your brother, Mr. S. King Cole. AKA the two miserable bastards. bastards. There you go. How you doing, bro? All right, all right, all right. So, just to let you all know, we are joined by my very good friend, Miss Jessica. You know, just to add a little bit new flavor to the podcast. That's you know? it. How you doing, you're right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we good, man. Well, I'm good. How you doing? So how have you been dealing with lockdown? What, this one? Or? Well, yeah, this, <laughs> current, this current one, yeah. Number three. It's been okay, but um, homeschooling has been intense. I feel like it's like I'm used to it now. The ones before were like a warm up. Now I know how yeah, to do lockdown. Real. You can just handle it more better, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I found with this lockdown, um, I've handled it a lot better. I think because mentally I've just... I can just, I was more prepared for it because I've experienced it already. I feel like, all right, I've done this already. Let's just do this again. Yeah. And I don't think I've been as affected as I was on lockdown one. I don't think a lot of people have done. Yeah. Lockdown one, I felt like I was going insane, like properly sitting down doing nothing for what, three months. But now it's been exactly the same. But I think mentally I've dealt with it a lot better. But you know why that is? It's probably because it was a change. Do you understand what I mean? Because your normal day-to-day life, you're going up, getting up, going to where it just stops. You're not doing it no more. So obviously it's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? It's, it's, it's something different's happening. Do you understand what I mean? And then you start getting used to it because now, as most people, this third lockdown, more people are probably like, it's the norm now. It's starting to become the norm. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, that's why your mind, your mentally, it just automatically goes into overdrive, isn't it? What's your views, Jess, on the vaccination? How do you feel about that? Um, me personally, I'm not in a rush to get vaccinated at all. No? <laughs> but I don't, um, I'm not one of these people who is anti-vaccine and against pro-vaccinators. I just think do what works for you, but it's not something I can envisage myself doing, to be honest. At all? Not even sometime in the future. Um, I doubt it. No, like I'm not like, no. <laughs> but you know, they're saying they, they're going to be saying like no jab, no fly type thing in it. There's been a lot of rumours of that, but I've also heard and read a lot about jabs are not going to be mandatory in any situations. But obviously that remains to be seen. But that's the talk at the moment. Yeah, my mum had it. Um, a month ago, I was really concerned, but all of her friends have had it as well. And she was fine. No um, adverse reactions at all. So that's kind of made me feel a little bit better. Um, there hasn't been anything reported in the news. And I don't really trust social media or internet sometimes. Yeah, because we don't like it. <laughs> yeah, apart from that. But I just think it's just conspiracy theories and stuff. Yeah, it gets too you know much. I mean? Sometimes I think it just gets a bit, too much with all these conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Like you might read something and it's like, oh my gosh, this is what's going to happen. Trust me, trust me. But you've just saw it on the internet. You're trusting that and I'm supposed to trust you. Do you get what I mean? But the thing is, we've got to put our faith in the doctors, hence the government. You know, because like, are you going to believe some person, some social influencer on social media saying, no, you shouldn't do this, you know, because you shouldn't take the jab because it's this and that, or are you going to believe the scientists and... Are you going to believe the, the doctors, doctors, isn't it? Yeah. Who's you going to believe the doctors? But then taking that into consideration, why are we just not on it then? I don't necessarily trust scientists or doctors or the mm. government. They can tell us what they want to tell us. And they don't know, they don't know everything either. I'm not saying I believe an influencer over a medical professional, but you are basing that on the fact that all of these people you've mentioned have integrity and are doing the right thing for the right reason. 
And it's already been proven that there's certain pharmaceutical companies that pay medical professionals to push certain drugs. And that's why certain drugs are, are used and certain vaccines. So when you think of it like that, can you trust? Very true. When you think about drugs, true. drugs are just money. I mean, of course, pharmaceutical it's companies massive, that's how they make. Yeah, it's, it's a, a massive, massive industry, industry, and it's worth billions of pounds of and dollars. But look at that. That that is it. The Pfizer. So the the actual company that done that manufactured uh, Pfizer. They've already had lawsuits on them because of vaccinations in Africa. Yeah. Like, and they and they're known for paying doctors to push their their um, drugs. So, but then again, it, it's going to come like the flu jab. Yeah, so instead of now it being influenza, it's now going to be COVID. So it's going to be like the flu jab. Do you see what I'm saying? So the thing is, is it, are they going to say now because of the most recent times with all the deaths, et cetera, et cetera, they're probably going to be now pushing more and harder for everybody to get it. Or it's going to be no fly, no this. They might even say, if you ain't got a jab, you ain't getting a, um, benefits. Or do you understand what I mean? What, what happens if it goes down that line? I don't think they can force people to, to, to take vaccines. That's against people's human rights. Like you cannot say inject yourself with this drug or else there's a consequence. I mean, obviously they can say whatever they like, but I don't see that happening. I think that's a lot of people scaremongering mm. and worrying about things that haven't happened and probably a lot of conspiracy theories as well. Um, not that I'm anti-conspiracy theories. <laughs> I think... Huh? Let's be <laughs> So, all right. So taking that, what conspiracy theory do you believe in? Give us an example. Um, first off the top of my head, 9-11 wasn't what the mainstream media told us it was. I believe that that was definitely more to it than meets the eye. Like what? Just, I know, generalise. Um, how could I summarise? So obviously the mainstream media said it was a Al not Al Qaeda. Bin Laden, um, isn't it? They said it was a terrorist attack by um, extremist Muslims, and I think the American government were involved in it. But what was to be gained from them doing that? Well, by them doing something so um, so massive, and that had such an impact, and blaming it on the Middle East, it then creates an enemy out of the Middle East, which then gives the West um, free reign to go into those countries and do what they please and take what they please, which is apparently or allegedly what happened. There was a lot of oil yeah. and money yeah. involved and tied up in the whole thing. And once you create um, an enemy out of a country, then you get the support of your, your country to invade them, to terrorise yeah. them, to do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that's exactly what went on, but that's a theory. And that theory, to me, makes some kind of sense. But, you know, you say that as well, right? And it's funny because it's the same with the coronavirus. Do you not understand that? Like some people, I, everyone was saying, oh, it's from China, it's from Wuhan, blah, blah, blah. But I spoke to a friend of mine who is Chinese and he was saying, but why not? It's the Americans though. And then when he was explaining it to me and I thought, okay, that could make sense. They were saying because, you know, they don't want to fight. Um, what's it? That's the, what's that company called? The high you phones or high we or whatever. Huawei. Yeah. They don't want them to be over here or, or some craziness was going on. And I was like, okay. I mean, I can't think now of what he was saying, but when he was saying to me, he's like, no, it wasn't the Chinese releasing the virus to, to reduce population. He's saying that it was the Americans. But obviously, we are being fed through social media, media, etc., that it came from China. Do you well, see what I'm saying? So again, <laughs> conspiracy theories, what do you, do you understand? So it just goes round and round yeah, in circles. Do you yeah. get what I mean? With conspiracy theories, you've got to think of it logically. Like there's some things that, some conspiracy theories that come out and they make no sense. You think, well, why would they do that? And what would that, what would that? But then there's some things when you, like, you go through all the stages of the theory, you go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And it's, it's a well-known fact that um, governments and world leaders and people in influential positions cannot be trusted just because they're in those positions. History's shown us time and time again how many times those in power will 
manipulate and take advantage of Joe Public for their own gain or for um, a greater goal that we don't even really know about or understand or something that's so far in the future. It's happened so many times. So I just think you can't really put anything past um, the governments. Yeah, It all comes down to coinage money, isn't it? Yeah, most things. War, war is money. Yeah. Obviously, oil is money. And if you got oil, you know what, you know, it it is what it is. This is what I'm saying. Let's actually move on to what we actually came here to discuss. (laughs) (laughs) This is is the Unsuppressed Podcast. And Cole, a.k.a. The Two Miserable Bastards. We were having a little talk and we were saying about, you know, people's thoughts on when couples get married. Do, should they, or why are they pressured to have kids? Or why are people expected to have kids being married? Why is that their next journey? Why cannot you just be married together and enjoy each other? Yeah, it's just all about when a couple decide to get married and settle down and society kind of um, puts that pressure or that notion that you must have children. It's something what bugs me. You know, because there's people out there who say that they don't want children and they're happy not having children. But then certain people will frown upon them and say, well, well, why don't you want children? Why? Are you selfish? Are you career driven? Like that's necessarily a bad thing. And it's just I just don't like the fact you choose to not have children, but then you get pressure if it's not from family, if it's not from society. All right, so can I ask a quick question? I'm just going to play the obvious card, you know. So when you get married, what is your next journey then? When you get married, you're supposed to build together, isn't it? And, and you know, society, whoever would say, well, yeah, where well, you build together, you multiply, you have kids, you have your family. You, you know what I'm saying? That is the kind of expected journey. What's your thoughts? I don't think you have to build a family together. You can just build a life together. And that doesn't have to involve any other small people. You could be um, just living as a couple as you were before you get married. I don't think being married now means you need to procreate. That's just personal choice. And I think that there's a lot of people who think that having kids is a given, regardless of whether they're suitable to be parents or not. So I think people who choose not to have children are probably way more responsible because they're thinking about the reality and the actuality of children and what it entails and whether they want to do it. And if the answer is no, they definitely shouldn't have kids and other people shouldn't really concern themselves with it. So do you not think, so what would be the other journey? What would be your next journey together then? Like, you know. Like I I say, just live in your life. Yeah, just be happy together. Have a home together. Do whatever. Okay, just for example, like what you do in a relationship, you, you enjoy social activities you travel you you learn stuff together you grow you develop you um build a home or not necessarily build a home but you know create a home together um you there's lots of things you do that don't involve children and there's a lot of things that you can't do once you do involve children so is it a case of like you know you go together you buy a dog so you kind of replace that responsibility if you want a dog, yeah. <laughs> you might not want a dog. You don't. No, but you, 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 you know to... what I'm saying? Is, is, could, is that the sort of direction it goes? Like you're both together, you don't want kids, cool, but you get a puppy or... or... But why do you have to have a responsibility? Why can't yeah. you just be enjoying each other? Because I just think like, and I'm just talking like in the obvious card, is that what, what is your next journey then? Like, yeah, you're enjoying each other's company and you know, it's good. You're, you're going out, you're saving, you're buying houses and whatever, and whatever. But then what? There's nothing to, to, you know, concrete or to, to, cement. to cement your, your, your marriage, your, your life together. Do you understand what I mean? But that's precisely my point. Says who? Just because you don't have a child doesn't mean you, you're not happy, that you're not solid, that your relationship is not strong. This is the precisely the thing what irritates me is that this notion, if you do not have a child, you can't be totally bonded to a partner. It really grates me, that notion. It just quite frankly pisses me off. Not every person on this earth is paternal. And I think the world would be a better place if a lot more people admitted that. I hate this notion of, 
I must have an offspring. Not taking into consideration what situation you're bringing them into, what you're going to provide to them. But because society dictates that you must continue your lineage, you're just going to do it no matter how and no matter what. But wouldn't uh, but wouldn't a man want the, the his his you know his generation to live on? Not everyone. Some do. Not, some not don't. Everyone. Some don't care about that. Like some people care about carrying on their family name, and some people couldn't care less. Yeah. Some men now are taking their wives' names just because why not? Wow. You know. Okay. Yeah, and giving their kids the wife's surname as well. Because some people are like, well, you're the mum, you're the one giving birth to them. They should have your name if anyone's. I've met um, this lady, she was engaged, and her and her fiancé did discuss actually taking her name because his name was just shit. <laughs> Simple as. And they both, and like even he said he, did, he doesn't like it. So he was actually considering taking hers. And that's, I think that's brilliant, really. Yeah, I don't think yeah, it means it doesn't it. make it. I don't think anything's wrong with it, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I want my generation to continue. So I prefer my kids to have my name. They're not saying that there's anything wrong with not having my name, but as me personally, I all my kids have my name. Totally understand that. But what I don't get is like, if someone doesn't care about that or doesn't feel the same way, they're looked at differently by certain people. All right. So, okay, let, let's push it down the line a little bit. So, you know, the couples now, you know, you're good. You've got the houses and whatever. What, does, isn't there a point where a woman might feel that she wants to have a child? Yeah, but that's a discussion you should have from the beginning. Like, if... You, as a couple, not one person can decide not to have children or to have children. It's got to be a joint decision, isn't it? And I don't think you can really change your mind unless you both change your mind. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. I know you're itching, brother. I know you're itching. No, because I I just think, okay, so, you know, you can't, a woman, if a woman yearns for a child, right, and and I only go from what, like, I've seen or read or whatever, it's an internal thing, isn't it? Do you understand what I'm saying? You could say now, like, look, I don't want ch- kids, you know, children, whatever, and whatever, and whatever, and we want to push our career or whatever. You want to live your life, whatever. Good. But I think maybe I'm just saying it's an obvious card that people will probably think, but there's going to be a point where a woman will want to have... Who says... But, no. No. Why? No. Why? No. Why? Isn't there a biological clock that a woman yeah, has maybe... there's a biological maybe? clock for a woman who wants a child. If you don't want a child, the biological clock is irrelevant. Okay, so what if someone gets to that stage? All right, so picture the scenario. The woman's, they're at that stage, blah, blah. And a woman's around friends who's got kids. And, you know, she's starting to get broody and she's starting to want whatever. You know what I mean? She's starting to feel a bit different. What then? Yeah, but that that's, like, with all due respect, that's a different debate. What you're saying is what if someone changes their mind partway through the relationship about what they initially agreed on. Yeah, basically. But the original thing is, why do you have to have children because you're married? Changing your mind is, is, wouldn't you agree? It's a slightly different conversation. I think it's, before you even get married, you need to have that conversation. So if both of you agree that you don't want children, I think the conversation is over. If a woman does start to change her mind, but then she can't get upset with the man saying, well, well we've no, agreed that, this. And that, then, yeah. that could be the end of the relationship. If they both feel strongly in two different directions, it could be the end. But initially, you're saying, why must you have children? And if you don't, where? what's the next part of your journey? Yeah. yeah. And I can say from my personal situation that um, I've already got a child, but with my current partner, we've spoken about having um, a child and for me child or no child is not going to affect how solid that relationship if we have a child yeah that's nice and it's a bond and if we don't have a child we've still got our own independent bond and we've still got a lot of things and goals in life that we want to achieve mm. that doesn't involve children okay. so it doesn't it, it's not the be all and end all so in fairness I get you because by having a child you do create that slightly yeah. higher level bond. Yeah. But basically you disagree with what Jess just said. I don't think if you don't have any children that 
you can't be just as tight anyway. Uh, it's, I mean, I know this is totally subjective, but it's just like people sometimes have the notion that, oh, because they don't want children, they are, there's probably something wrong with them. They can't have them. Something's wrong with one of them. People do yeah. sometimes make that assumption. Yeah. What's but just that's just people being busy and not thinking yeah. about the fact that people have free will and they just might have different choice, make different choices to what, what they've made. If you're in a loving, strong relationship and you want to go out and have 10 children, you know what, more <laughs> power to you. Thing is, there's pros and cons to having children because whilst you're saying, or whilst we all agree that children do create a bond between a couple, they also create a lot of ag. Like yeah. children put a lot of strain on relationships and, you know, there's financial um obligations that you didn't have before and there's like just bringing up of children is not easy you know having two people that have got the same ideas about bringing up children is a difficult place so you know you could look at it the other way and say if you have a relationship with no kids you've probably got a lot less stress on your plate and you, can, and you can stay in that lovely love bubble phase that you was in all the time before you had kids, it's like, oh, what should we do tonight, babes? Not, oh, should we get a babysitter? All right, we get a babysitter. What should we do? Do you know what? I'm so tired. I can't be bothered to do anything. Should we just go to bed? You know, that's the reality of having kids. So it's not all, it's not all plain sailing either way, but it just depends on your desires. That's the bottom line, I think. Because we was actually going to say that, isn't it? About having kids. Do you think somebody should have kids who's maybe not, financially secure. Yeah. Etc. Yeah. So it's funny that you actually came on to that. Do you see what I mean? Because we was actually going to say like, so do you think like it's it, people or parents shouldn't have kids if they're not financially secure? I think no, they shouldn't. I Straight up. I think this plays into that whole notion that just because you have the ability to have children means that you should have children. I think it's something I feel quite strongly about. I think people need to take into consideration what world you're bringing your child into. What, what are you capable of offering this child? What type of life? If you're not financially stable and can't afford this child, I don't think you have no business having that child. If someone says, I don't want no children because I'm just not paternal, they are looked at selfish. Other people don't have the means to take care of a child are still having children. And I think that's possibly a selfish move in its own right. Very true. Well, let's have it right. Someone's got to have kids. Yeah, or well, the world Whether they've got financial <laughs> stability or not. Somebody's yeah. got to have, be having them. We need children for the future. And um, that's a lot of people's argument when you talk about like getting uh, financial help from the government when you've got children. They're like, but these children allegedly are going to be putting back into society when they're older. And so they're, they're needed. So if it's the state that has to help look after them, it's a fair exchange, just like the state pays to educate your children, you know, so that they can grow up and become contributing members of society who are educated. Do you think that might not be a bit contradictory? So just now, you, you know, about both of you were saying about not having um, kids being in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. So what about if the kids are the future? Wouldn't it be natural for no, people? No, there's, there's are... enough people who want kids yeah, without worrying yeah. about the ones who don't. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Enough... I can see it. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. And there's enough people having way more kids than they need to have yeah. between... It's all right. Me, I'm just, I'm just one person. Yeah, yeah. If I don't want no more children... Like, I yeah, reckon, it don't I, matter. Don't, feel, well, don't yeah. worry about me. Other people want take care <laughs> you know what I mean? There's how much billions in the world. Don't worry about me. I think if you were to look at the statistics, not that I've got any idea what they are, I reckon there's a lot more people that do want children than don't. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think I think we're good in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah. the world's world's in not terms gonna stop of the spinning. World, it's yeah. not gonna stop spinning. I know. I understand that. I understand <laughs> that. I understand that. But I mean, all right, so. What happens if, for example, you know, there's two people who do have children or they'll have a child, but they didn't expect to have a child? You know, is that a bad thing? Is that a bad thing for them to say, well, no, we're going to have it and we're just going to do whatever it takes to look after these kids? No, no, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I'm talking about, you know, the, the whatless men and women of the world, you know, have multiple mothers multiple fathers of kids and stuff. 
I'm not saying just because you've got multiple mothers that it's a bad thing, but I'm talking about the whatless guys who don't do nothing for their the children. Deadbeat. If you're going to have four kids with four women, but you do something and take care of them, what more can you do? What more can you ask from someone? But I'm just talking about the whatless ones who just don't pay no mind, don't care if their child's eating yeah. or not. Or is that, that kids having kids? Yeah, yeah. That's another scenario. So I, I get what you mean. I, I get what you're saying. But I just think, I, I don't know. I think I, I'm on the fence and I shouldn't really be sitting on the fence. I just feel like cause I, when I was when I had my kids, I'm not necessarily a millionaire or, or you know, all, you know, stable, stable. Like, you know, I'm not concrete, but I'm all right. Do you get what I mean? But me and my wife, we went through whatever we had to. And my kids were all good. They never wanted for nothing. Yeah, but you did what you needed to do to take care of your kids. Yeah? yeah. You, you didn't disappear. Or, no, 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 yeah, no. That's what I mean. If you're going to have kids, ideally in a relationship, but whatever the circumstances, just take responsibility. Really. That's mm. what I'm saying. No matter Because they the are a lot of deadbeats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And they're the ones that make it bad for the good men sometimes. There are some women that, you know, but they could go through a lot of stuff and we not, don't know their journey in life. Do you get what I mean? To be judged. What are you saying? Some women I mean, like, that what? You know, where, where their kids are, you know, running out on road and their nappies are hanging off of them and okay, so they've got men up after- in the house. And do you understand what I'm saying? Because I read one the other day, in fact, where she, this girl and her boyfriend, I think the, the girl must have been about 20 and the boyfriend was like, I think he was 24. But the baby started looking like the previous like his dad he wasn't the dad she just had a boyfriend and the baby started looking like the boyfriend and the, the boyfriend killed him oh wow and and the mum must have known because we did before this they were saying that the baby was having like um bruising and stuff like that feeling nauseous and sick and all of these things different i think he had something like eight visits to the hospital do you get what i mean mm. isn't that the same thing as whatless i think that's beyond yeah whatless. oh yeah, yeah that i mean child abuse that's 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 another thing. Like people, you do. I often wonder why people have children and then treat them like that. Mm. I don't, yeah, I don't, don't know why yeah. you've done that. But I think they're probably, there's obviously mental issues with a lot of people who do that kind of thing. And then on top of that, they're probably people that weren't very responsible um, in terms of planning a child. They've got this child thinking, well, we'll just, we'll get through it somehow. Frustration kicks in financial stresses and they take it out on the child and then if you add in people who might have addictions and other problems going on I just think they don't have a sense of normality maybe when it comes to what is acceptable and what isn't and it's just all very just all very messy and a child should never be in that situation but unfortunately they often are you know but what you were saying I don't know who said it actually about whether you should be financially stable before you have a child I feel like to an extent yes but how many people are financially stable in general like if you look at percentage of of the population um, I feel like if everyone was to wait until they felt they were financially stable I don't think a lot of people would have kids 100%. And, and I think there's a difference between not being financially stable and being completely in poverty. I think if you're in poverty, especially if you've already got kids, not sure why you're going to keep having more and yeah, more and more. That's, I never like, understand that. It doesn't that, really make sense because you're just piling on top of... Yeah, you've got three kids already. You're, 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 things are, you're living from hand to mouth. Yeah. Mm. And then you go and have another child. I just don't understand that. But maybe the man's falling up the girl and saying, nah, babe, I'll be here for you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he disappears and finds a next girl. Yeah, but what about the ones where it's just a couple and they're broke and they just have child after child after child? I don't know what, I don't know really what their motivation is. They love being parents. But they, but they've yeah. somewhere along the line said, we'll be all right. But I think if you're really struggling, it's not really fair on the kids. You're really struggling. They're, yeah. they're struggling and being kind of average and then yeah. there's dirt poor. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah, that's precisely my point. Yeah. What I mean when, so they, you need to take into consideration your situation before you have children. What type of life are you going to provide that child? 
Do you know what though? So what do you think about, there's a, I can't remember the couple's name, but they had something like 22 kids. Do you know oh, what? Yeah, I, I, I was rattling, that was rattling around my brain and I saw it. I was itching. Yeah. I was itching to the, say it. The, that was, the, Rad, um, the Radley or something. The Radders or Radleys something. or Bradfords was or something. Was it about four years ago that they had the 21st or 22nd child? Something like that. If it's the family I'm thinking of, they've just had another one. 22nd, 22 children. Yeah. They were on TV the other day or something like that, yeah. Brother, 22 kids. And what does this guy do, do for work? What I'm do sure they do for work? if it's the same people, because you know every so often they do little intervals or little checks on families or whatever. Follow-ups. I'm sure that they had a bakery. They had a bakery? Yeah, years and business. years ago. I think they had their own bakery business. And the whole family should be involved and he, in that. Yeah, I think they do, but 20. Two kids. What does that say to your opinion, though, bro? Is that any different from someone who maybe is dirt poor? It is the Radford family, but as far as I know, they're looking after their kids. Yeah, I can't fault that. No, but this is what I'm saying. Do you know what? I can't fault that. Credit to them, more power to them. I respect that. If they're taking care of their business. But okay, so let me put it to you like this You're taking care of business and you've got a bakery or whatever. I think, have they got a bakery or something? I think so. Something yeah. along those lines, because they've been working, they've been doing this. But why is that any different from somebody who's not as fortunate to have a bakery or whatever, and maybe having one or two or three kids than having 22 kids? Because surely having 22 kids, you're not going to give all of them kids the same care. Or do, do you understand? There are a lot of different stages, though. I mean, 22 kids. Some of them kids are grown up now. Yes, some of them. There's 22. <laughs> so there's some of them are grown up. Like, I'd say maybe about 12, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe 13 of them are, are big people. <laughs> yeah. What about the rest of them? <laughs> no, but, but either way, if, if, you know, if they're taking care of business, cool. It, um, it just comes down to your individual circumstances. So a couple might have four kids and can't handle it don't have the means to take care of these kids or give them a certain level of life. But this Ratlick family or whatever have the means to take care of 21 kids. Yeah, but how? If you only run a bakery, surely your bakery is not, your, your bakery income is not going to stretch that far to have 22 about kids. It. You've got 22 or 21 kids. How many f- members of staff have you got? working at your bakery <laughs> and if all else fails you give them bread yeah. <laughs> they've always got a food yeah, they are for real. you've got government Couple juice donuts and stuff and like, bread yeah no but you know but do you understand what I'm saying no, what, what level what, what, when is it like you know for someone to have 22 kids and be okay because they've got a business then someone who is not financially stable and maybe living below the um, average poverty line or whatnot. What's the difference? Why is it any difference? I think the 22, the one with 22 kids, however they're managing, if they're managing, they're, managing. they're fine. They're, yeah. not, they're not sponging any money off of anybody. So it's not really anyone's business as such. Like there's no evidence to suggest that they're dirt poor from what we know as Joe Public. So get on with it. Have another five kids if you feel like <laughs> it. I mean, she's 45 now, so I don't know if she'll be having any more. But 45, yeah. she's, you imagine she's that? still... 21 kids now. 22. 22. Yeah, bro. and 22, I think 45, sorry. she's just had another Bruv, one. That's a football squad. You registered two, 25 two players sc- for a season. Two football squads. <laughs> bro, that is a A and B squad, bro. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to have a problem with one of those brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah? You don't want to have a problem because it's going to be serious for you. Uh, are they religious? You know, don't believe in protection or they I don't just know. like having children. I probably just like having kids. Some people just like babies. Or maybe they don't believe in, you know, abortion and things like that. Yeah. That's why I was, yeah, that's why I'm not I was saying that they should have. I'm just saying maybe they don't. So that's why they're saying no, we're gonna but have surely them. like well, maybe after, they don't believe in consciousness. Yeah, maybe surely after like child ten, a brother would have think like, maybe I should go get a snip. Yeah, but they clearly don't want to. They yeah. not have, They haven't had twenty two kids by accident. Definitely not. They to me, that's a conscious decision. You might yeah. have a couple of kids that you didn't plan, but that's too many. I think that that's hundred percent. That's what they wanted. Plus, he yeah. just probably thought I like the fucking procedures. You get what I'm saying to you. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I mean? What are you saying? They're acting like rabbits. Then, hello, you got 22 kids. <laughs> Come on, bro. You got 22 kids. Do you get what I mean? That's a lot of, listen, that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking bread. That's a lot of shopping. That's a lot of toilet roll. That's a yeah, lot. Can you imagine that? Listen. Can you imagine them going through lockdown? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, th- so this just brings it back to your point when you're saying lockdown now. You got to be having toilet roll upon toilet roll. So nine ain't going to help you. You know, average people go and buy a nine or whatever. You got to go. What's that place? Costco. Costco's. <laughs> and you got to get a trolley full. Of toilet roll. Remember, they were only limiting you to one pack. <laughs> <laughs> <Do> you understand? <laughs> Man would have to go there every day, bro. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, how did you manage? You got to buy your bread. What's a loaf of bread? One loaf of bread is not working in your family. Come breakfast time, maybe the eighth or the seventeenth or the sixteenth child might be like, "Nah." I want the bread and they're taking two free slices and then, then the 21st comes in as he wants this and what happens then? I can imagine that. And do you know what? If you had 22 children, do you think you could honestly remember all their names? I could barely remember my one child. <laughs> like, as in, I, I stumble on her name sometimes. Yeah. I go to call her, her dad's name or, yeah, I get mixed <laughs> up. Can you imagine that? 21, oh, mate, 20. No, nah, I, I, could, I couldn't, man, I couldn't. I couldn't even think about having that. Do you know what? I love kids and I love the idea of loads of kids. Like if I had a lot of money and therefore could afford a lot of help, I would probably have a load of kids because I'd love that. But I, the one thing I don't <laughs> think I could deal with is the noise. Can you imagine how much oh, noise them kids God. generate? Do you ever get a quiet moment apart from when everyone's asleep? But then they're all going to sleep at different times. Exactly. I'm yeah, just but saying, like, you might say not like, ever get a, let's uh, just talk two, three in the morning. Everyone must be sleeping by then. Oh, mm. And that must be your only moment, except you're sleeping. So you don't get to enjoy the silence. Yeah. You're just asleep. That, that must that be That must draining. be hard hearing racket all the time. But then she's obviously loving it, though. That's what she's probably thought. That's what she wants. That's all yeah, she ever wanted. Yeah, she's obviously it? enjoying but it. But then again, you know, some people, they like that. They, that's all they envision is them, you know, Getting married, having kids, and doing this—that's why I said about the. Probably feels part. like that's her purpose, or yeah. they, not she, they, because she's not doing it by herself. They're probably like, "This is our purpose. This is what we love," and it's really nice. They're on the same page, clearly. Yeah, yeah. You know, the they've stayed wavelength. together all this time, and they, yeah, I think it's quite nice to be honest with you. I do. I think t- twenty-two is a bit too much, though, because Christmas time, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, birthdays. By, Christmas. Oh, you are oh, fuck. I forgot about the birthdays, bruv. The man, the husband, and the wife. Oh my gosh. What are you going to do? You for would birthdays? have to actually put a reminder in your phone for 22 birthdays. This is what I'm saying. You, there's no way you can remember everyone's birthday, let alone their name. Mate, that'd be too much. And what the 22 names did you give them? Do you? All, all, all same letter. <laughs> all the same letter. <laughs> what names do you give 20? How do you think of 22 names? They're not thinking of them all. No, but do you see what I'm saying to you? Like, think about it. Like, you got 22 kids. How did you come about having 22 different names? That's the, that's the easy part. I can't think of when it comes to thinking of names. It's like I had about 50 names on my list when I was pregnant. <laughs> is, is, is the unsuppressed podcast and Cole, aka the two miserable bastards? I want to talk about dating. This is a scenario I want to give to you, Jessica. First date, the gentleman pays for the date, but he uses some form of coupon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Groupon voucher to pay for this date. Do you think that's a good look? How do you feel about that? What would be your thoughts? Is yeah? this a first, so, a first yeah, date? No, so, yeah. Okay, first, date. first date. So he's done all your talking. You've gone out on the first date, gone to done some, uh, all right, dinner, wherever it is. The gentleman uses a coupon, a voucher to pay for some of the date. Do you think or that's all of the date? Anyway, he's used a coupon yeah. to pay for the date and paid whatever. He's paid for the date. You haven't, you haven't gone in the purse. You didn't have to do that fake reach or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've I got my purse. I can't find my purse. <laughs> <laughs> so no fake reach. He's paid for everything, but he's used a coupon to pay for all of it or some of it. Do you think that's a good look? Right, so um, I don't think it's a bad look. 
Um, it there's a lot of variables around that situation. So it depends if um it depends. Okay, let's just say, for example, I don't think it's a bad look because maybe the person hasn't got a lot of money, but they still want to take you out and treat you. So if he's using honest means to 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 take you out, then for me it's all about his intention. His, his intentions are good, his intentions are nice, and not having enough money or not having a lot of money is not a crime. And unless you are materialistic, I don't feel like your concern should be how much he paid for it or whether he got a discount coupon or a Groupon deal. I don't really feel like that's relevant if he's taken the time and trouble to plan something and buy this Groupon deal. He hasn't got it for free. And even if he did get it for free, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. But he's taken the time to plan something, arrange it with you, um, take you somewhere that he hopefully that he's thought through that you would like. Yeah. And if he hasn't got much money and this is the way he can manage to do it, I don't think it's a bad look. No. Wow. OK. I mean, personally, I, I don't think why the, I'm thinking, why the hell would you use a coupon on a first date? First day because he ain't got count. much money. Yeah, no, I get that. I understand about much money, but then I would say, you know, if you haven't got much money, kind of think about things in your own category or, or your stay own. Stay within your means. Yeah, that's it. Stay within your means. That's what I would say. I wouldn't think it would be good to go and bring a woman on a first date and use coupons. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. No, but you know what? He doesn't have to make a big show of it. Like, oh, guess what? I got this coupon and I got a discount. He could discreetly pay for it. And if I saw him discreetly paying for it, I wouldn't be judging him. And if he wanted to, maybe he wants to not potentially get caught out doing it on the sly or discreetly. So if he then decided to disclose it and said, look, I've got this coupon voucher. Um, I just thought this would be really nice to bring you here. Um, and I, I found this really good deal. I wouldn't be thinking cheapskate. I'd think, okay, you found a deal. You've taken me somewhere. And I don't think that's any different to if he took me to a restaurant that his friend owned and didn't pay for the meal at all. I think that's a different concept. Yeah. I was about I to say that. It's a different concept. If you, if you know an owner of a restaurant and you're getting sorted out, I think that's different. Yes, you're getting a discount. Then why don't you go somewhere that you can pay for? That's what why I was about going, to say, though. Why I are you going even, somewhere where it's free? Yeah, I wouldn't because even bring them there, though. I would. No. no probably not on the first date, That's though. what I'm saying. Not, on, not the on the first, first date. date. We're talking but, about first right, date. So first date, I probably... No, I wouldn't. Not, would I? Do you know? I don't... I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't take a woman on a first date to a friend's restaurant, yeah? And I wouldn't use a coupon. A first date is a first date. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. After the first date, you kind of get to know, you know what I mean? And, you know, you if you're moving forward together, it's different. Yeah, you know, we're saving, or, you know, whatever restaurant it is you've got coupons for or discount. That's cool. First date, nah. Nah, nah. I think on the first date, it's all about putting the right foot forward. Yeah. Presenting yourself. There's nothing wrong with using a coupon later on. But yeah. I think if you can't afford to do something, Stay within your means, do something lower key. Yep, yeah, 100%. And then like, sometimes you don't necessarily want to floss too early. Do you know what I mean? Because remember what I said previously, it's all about setting the standards. But this yeah? is what I'm saying. So if you do something simple, just simply go for coffee, you know, go just do something different. Cheap and yeah, you just don't have something. to go all out. Yeah. And then, you know, then second day, different. if it happens, all right, yeah. I've got a friend who owns a restaurant. Come. Brilliant. The food's nice there. Yeah. Let's go. We can get, you know, I won't even talk about it. You won't even need to mention that. But, that but, I'm but why is that second date different to that first date? Because the second date is you. The first date is you. But you're saying you should show a different version of you on that first date just so that you don't, you look like you don't need to use a coupon to pay for something. I think it's, it's egotistical. I ain't going to sit here and lie. It's egotistical. It's about I don't know, just presenting yourself right, just coming correct. I just don't think it's a good look. No, like, I don't. Do you know, it's like turning up to a date in your work uniform or something. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's different. 
Yeah, but that's different. But you, you, you no, but it's all about not, presentation, though, isn't it? It's how you're presenting yourself. How you're paying for something is not a presentation. No, but how you're impressing the, the person. Yeah, but is, why are you pre- impressing them with money? Why is money impressing? It's not a case of impressing them with money. What it is because it's the payment method that we're discussing yeah, here, and nothing else. Why is one payment method more impressive than another? What about if he puts it on a credit card and he can't afford to pay that credit card bill? Yeah, but you wouldn't know that. Yeah. But you wouldn't know that. But why? But the credit card, you think it looks more impressive, but deep down it might not be when you read between the lines. But but you see, living within your means, though. He hasn't got the money for that on that day if he's putting it on his credit card. That's cool that you got a credit card. But that's for me, that's like, okay, if you haven't got the money, you're paying for it later. Exactly. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So you're saying, I understand what you're saying. Like, obviously, that shouldn't matter whether you're paying or not paying. It's a case of he is paying, he's just paying for it. Later, yeah, but but sticking within your means is not something you pay for later. You pay for it now. Sticking within your means, you buy a house on the mortgage. What is a loan? You pay for it over a certain amount of time. You're still sticking within your means, and you're still that's what able you to buy that house. Yeah, it? but but the Groupon voucher is what he's able to afford. So that's with, that's within his means <laughs> on that day. No, 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 he can no. afford it because he bought it. Yeah, but he so might not have bought it. It's within his means. No, but he might not have bought it. So well, I would, how would he have got a group on So voucher? maybe or maybe a voucher coupon, whatever you want to call it. But Sam, I'm saying, what about a taste card? See, no, 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 no. That's what I think oh, no, wait, is wait, different. Wait, wait. A what? A, a taste, taste card. card. So you taste, taste card? card, you get discount off food. So if we go Pizza Express on a yeah. Wednesday, yeah. you get two for one. It's like a little black card. It's or just a little member's card. Okay, yeah. I've never heard of it. Right? So you could, would that look cheap on a first date? You're paying you know for the what? meal and then the and the cash, the, wait, the waiter says, have you got a taste card? Are you meant to say, nah, but well, you have got one really. Yeah, no, and you see, pay double. Do you know, I said this on the phone to you. I said this on the phone to you. I said, it depends. Remember when we was asking my daughters and I said, they said, it depends if you've got one of them cards and you was like, what card? I said, so you get a little black card, a member's card and you can go any, they do it in certain postures like Wimbledon and all them areas there. You go up there and you get discounts from the restaurant. There's a a whole list of restaurants that you can use a taste card at. Not on the first date. <laughs> so Straight up, I don't so care. So I don't think that's okay, though. I think that's acceptable. Really? On the first date, I do think that that would be acceptable because those taste cards, they're not a cheap or rubbish sort of shops, are they? They are just standard... Not standard, but you know, like you get, was it Pizza Hut? Pizza Express and ZZ's. But these are nice places that, you know, it's I don't not think a Matt is it? Yeah, but I don't think it's relevant. The Groupon could be for the exact same restaurant. The Groupon voucher. It's just, do you know okay, what? Okay, Can so I just go, say, go if, if, if I went on a date, first date to anywhere, and the guy went to pay and the waiter said, have you got a taste card? I would pull out my taste card and go, here. Yeah, yeah I use mine. Off. I want the points here. Yeah. I use mine. No, not even the points. Get half off. Why, why are we fronting here? Like, who's got money to throw away if you don't have to? Yeah, but see, not, every, not everybody, not every woman is like that. Because I, well, I said this before, because my wife was like that. When I, was, when I met her and I was like trying to see how she was, she was what, she was what I wanted from the Do you understand what I'm saying? She weren't like, oh, yeah, I'll take that. Oh, yeah, I'll get that. Oh, yeah, you can buy me this. She was like, I can buy it myself. Do, do you understand what I mean? So that's what I that's what I, I understand what you mean when you say, well, I, here, I'll, I'll take it to pay to use my taste card. So I understand what you're saying. That's what you kind of want. In- but I but I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be completely um what's that, what's the word? I do understand it's not the slickest look. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you want to be a bit slick, getting a coupon out is not that slick. But I think the compromise is. You just go over to the till and give it to them and nobody has to know. And it doesn't have to, it's not because it's a secret, but you just, maybe you don't need to disclose that information. But it also depends on how you two are vibing. You know, if you've been speaking to someone for quite a while and you go on the first date, you might just be in that honest place where you're like, oh, babe, I've got this voucher. Like, do you want to go to blah, blah? Should we go? Like, like, you know, we've been in lockdown for a year. I haven't got much money. Should we go? You don't have to say that, but everyone yeah, knows. Yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. In, people ain't got no money. And anyone who finds that a put off, I think that's a bit like, mm, 
where's that really coming from? Like, you know I, what? I, I know. I hear you. I, I hear you. More, on a first date, I'm more interested in your manners and whether you've got, whether you're chivalrous. So you're going to barge through the door before me yeah. and leave me outside while you're walking in <laughs> like you're by yourself. Do you know what I mean? Are you going to talk to the waiters and waitresses respectfully yeah. and not start saying, oi, like that's the sort of thing I'm and looking at. Yeah, <laughs> I've been on a date before where the person has spoken so rude to the waitresses, like they're just dirt going, oi, oi, see this, yeah? And I thought, oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. And we was in an expensive restaurant in Heron Tower mm. where I don't even know how much their milk duck and waffles not yeah, cheap, yeah, yeah. is it? No, no, no. That's so, and there was no coupons. He's paying <laughs> hard cash. He's just putting it out there. There's yeah. no coupons. No, but I'm just saying he's paying hard cash, but his manners... Was what I was concerned with. No, that would put me off. That would put me off. I think when you're dealing with waitresses and restaurants, talk to them with respect because they're dealing with your food, man. Well, yeah, you don't want them them spitting up in it. Never mind that they're dealing with your food. They're people. And I think that's very telling. If you talk down to people because you think they're beneath you because of what they do, that tells me a lot about your character. Of course, see, definitely. But the thing is like, okay... You see, like, when you're going out on a date and this guy's showing a coupon. I, I said, you don't, I, I wouldn't do it on the first date because on the first date, you're still trying to see. Impress them. Not necessarily impress them, impress them. Not necessarily impress them. Yes, halfly impress them, but you're still trying to figure them out type mm. of thing because whether you've been talking over the phone, this is your first date. So this is the first time meeting. This is the first time kind of seeing face to face. And you can write anything you want on a text or whatever and whatever, but actually being in front of somebody and whatever is different. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So on the first day, I would not be using a coupon, a voucher. I just think it's all about just presenting a good case. Do you know what I mean? First impressions count, you know, just as much as that first phone call you make with a lady counts, what you say, how you conduct yourself, what the vibe on that first phone call is like. So when you go out, I, do you know what? It just doesn't sit with me. Well, I don't business. Sensitive. I'm not doing it. I don't care how much sense it makes. Let's just say if the woman is the one who instigated the date and said she wanted to take you out and it was very clear that she was paying and taking you out, would you, would you be giving her side eye if she got out a coupon? If she got out a coupon... It would. I'm not even going <laughs> to lie. I'm not even going to say wait, wait, wait. It would. No, no. It wouldn't be a red flag. Don't get me wrong. It's not a red flag, but it would be a bit, oh, okay. Would you be bad thinking, thinking, hmm, okay. Would that be I a bad think, way of thinking? Mm, I, I would be, it's, you know, it's one of those things like, I wouldn't have done that myself, you know, but, okay. It'll be a little bit of a, you know, In the grand scheme thought. of things, would you actually care? Not really. You've been talking to this person, you like them, you've gone out, you've had a nice evening, the meal was banging, you know, she's coming back to yours, you're going to have a night. Are you going to really care about this coupon? No, no, I wouldn't really care. But it's just something I wouldn't have done. So if someone does something that you wouldn't do, it's going to irk you, isn't it? No matter what it is, rightly or wrongly. Yeah. Do you understand? So yeah, no matter what, if she just sits there tapping her foot for the whole blasted date, like, that would irritate me. Like, I wouldn't do that. Stop that. Right. You say, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Stop tapping. <laughs> yeah. But did you know what I'm saying? Stop tapping, please. So, because I wouldn't do that, it would, I wouldn't mention it. I wouldn't make a deal out of it. You just I, make a mental note. Yeah. That like you'd be aware. No, I hear you. I hear you. The one thing I've learned, you know, all the problems you have in a relationship long term, all the signs are always there in the first day onwards. Not to say first date from the fun beginning. Yeah. You reckon? No, I do. I no, 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 I do. I do. Not necessarily. Not necessarily first date. But all the problems you eventually have in a relationship, they were naturally there at the beginning. They were just hidden and there were signs. So I'm talking about obviously 2020 hindsight. Do you understand? The thing is though, like there might have been signs, but it's very difficult to know what signs actually mean in the moment and how they're going to manifest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you, you very rarely know that until, um, until you look back. An ex-girlfriend, she had a lot of financial problems. And when we first went out... She brought out a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> and your 
thinking, I should have oh, known. I should have seen that one coming. Stay there. No, on our first date, she said, oh, I've just got to go cash point. And she went to the cash point and the cash point said, no. no. The cash point said, yeah. computer not working. Yeah, yeah. Computer says, no. I didn't think nothing of it at the time. Whatever, you know, things happen. But later down in the relationship, I realized she had financial problems. So this is what I mean. Certain things you can see from the beginning. But yeah, that that could have not been a red flag. That could have been that she just couldn't get the money out that day for a technical reason or... No, it wasn't no technical because taken... I was stood next to her. Oh, okay. Like, so it did it say insufficient. Like, I, mean, I wasn't looking, but you know when it's like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. <laughs> not the yeah, embarrassing not, one. Yeah, yeah. It's not, <laughs> no, it's not even that one. What goes, you know when it's giving out the cash, it goes, it makes a yeah. different noise, isn't it? You hear the paper, the hear yeah, yeah, the paper. Yeah. It was a boop, 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 boop. Can't came back out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, obviously, again, like I'm saying, 2020 hindsight. But I always remembered that when I finally broke up with her. I think, well, my first date said it all, innit? it? Is, is, is the Unsuppressed Podcast. With and Cole. AKA the Two Miserable Bastards. Can I ask a quick question? Just totally away from this. What is your view, right? So if you had a partner who was smaller than you, right? <laughs> do you think he would feel some sort of way because you're taller than him, significantly taller than him? Um, it's a funny question because the guy that would go out with someone taller probably doesn't feel a way. So it's more, it's more would I feel a way yeah. to go out with someone uh, yeah. smaller? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends how much smaller. I mean, I'm quite tall. I'm five nine, nine and a half, and so I think maybe a couple of inches smaller I can go with. When we start getting into the three, four inches, I think probably no. And I know it's a little bit superficial, but I just don't think. I think it starts to become a little bit uncomfortable if you're as a woman bending down to kiss a guy <laughs> or you only kiss when you're sitting down or lying down. Um, yeah, that's what well, we discussed this on our episode eight. Like, would yeah. we go, how we would feel going out with a woman taller than us? And we both, I said, only so much taller than me. Like, I'm 6'2". So we're looking at, I think, uh, maybe 6'8", max. Wow. Yeah. Six eight. Wow. Yeah. That's you're really, really tall. That's, yeah, but I'm, <laughs> tall. I'm tall. Yeah, but no, you're but, tall. No, you're but six two. Six She's eight six eight. Is a really tall. Yeah, I'm just saying. No, so but I'm just saying up a limit. Tall. Now that's six, six inches. Eight. It's, it's an issue, bro. <laughs> six inches, you're talking. That's that's look, my phone's about six inches. Like Okay. So and then she puts on some four-inch heels. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? She's no, like, you can't be wearing heels with me, man. You've got to keep on flats. That's <laughs> right, like, straight up. But if it is. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Do you think it would, we question, would it be emasculating for the man? Depends on the man. There's men yeah. that like tall women. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, it dep- it's just personal preference. But I think most people they do want the dynamic for the man to be small, taller, taller and bigger as well. That's what I said. Um, you know, I, I personally, um, my ideal um, in terms of size is a man that's taller than me. He doesn't have to be a lot taller. He could be my height or taller and frame-wise bigger because then you just feel a little bit like that's protected as a woman. I said most women would probably feel or would like to have a guy that's taller than them, yeah, bigger than them, so they yeah. can hug and you know when yeah. they get in a hug, squeeze or them up. Yeah. But I'm saying for a man, and I'm just guessing, judging, whatever you want to call it, I don't really care. I'm just saying for a man, if they're in problems, yeah, if the man ain't giving no act right and the woman's taller than him, she's gonna smack his ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> I don't, um, yeah, I mean, how short of a woman would you go out with? Oh, my wife, she's five foot. Yeah, but you're, I don't think your wife's that, I don't consider her that short. For a woman, she's not that short. 
No, I don't she's think not she's like, that short, but nah, she is short though. I, I don't, you know what? I don't consider, I think she's just average. That in my opinion, my when height. I look at she's her. She's my height. That's what I call it. She's my height. So that's the height. Yeah, that's not, that's not yeah. short for a woman. I don't think that's what, short. Five three. Five three, five four, round up. <laughs> that, that's a small woman. I had, went out of a girl what was five foot. Um, yes, we did look very odd together. But <laughs> no, we did, we did. But she was cool, man. She was cool. And I had a word of a time with her. So you prefer yeah. shorter? I don't, uh, than me. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I suppose my ideal height is just probably because I'm 6'2, maybe like 5'8, ideally 5'8, 5'7. But um, the average height. As long as you're short, yeah, average height. I mean, as long as you're shorter than me, ideally, yeah. Another scenario, I was listening to a, another podcast and they were talking about first dates and stuff. So again, to you, Jess. So you're going out on the first date. You've got your glad rags on you. You've done yourself up. You're going to a, a decent restaurant. You go outside. So he bells you. Yeah, I'm outside. You go out, you look around and you say, ah, oh, what car are you in? And you look around and he says, yeah, I'm in the white van. How would you feel about that? Being picked up in a white van for a first date or for a date, full stop. Oh, he's picking me up. Yeah, to- he's driving his work white van. Um... <laughs> Taking into consideration, you've done yourself up. You've got your decent shoes on. And let's just say, I'm going to say, I'm going to give him the credit. The, the white van's clean. But you're in the van nonetheless. Yeah. Okay, so... In the moment, I'd I'd go with it. Mm. I wouldn't want to make him feel away. Yeah, but I'd rather not go out in a van, especially <laughs> dressed up like that. Yeah, yeah. If I'm dressed up, I, I, if I'm in tracksuit and trainers and we're going out and about, that's different. But dressed up, I don't want to go. I wouldn't want to go in his work van, but I wouldn't make a fuss about it. And I guess if that's the only vehicle he's got, that's what he's got. Should he maybe have come in an Uber? Mm, <laughs> I don't know. It's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. What's your thoughts, Dids? Before no. I pass mine. No, no, no. <laughs> don't go in no van. Get a rental. You get zip cars. You got all of that, bro. You don't need to bring well, your van. Think long term. That's going to work out very expensive considering okay. you've got a vehicle set there. What happens right, to be a white van? Long term, it's different. Like, I wouldn't say you're going to put on a dad rags. If you're taking your missus out and you're you're dressed up, why are you going to go in your van? Get a car rental because you previously yeah, but you're saying that that's you're... expensive though. All right, well, if you're going to do it every time, zip yeah. car's not expensive though. I hear that, but I think long term, I'm just thinking: Would you really, uh, if that's your only vehicle and it makes no sense, you having another vehicle, like? It is. It, car, you can I would feel funny. Hour. I think, yeah, I think initially I would explain it to, the, but I think I would do a zip car or just catch a cab initially, maybe on the first two dates. And I would explain and be truthful with her. Like, I don't have That's a car. It. I only got a van. And I, I'll be honest and say, I didn't feel out. comfortable yeah. picking That's you it. up. I was just, and I'll just explain it. Yeah. And then hope, but then next time I'm picking you up in the van. Yeah, I was going to say, like with the coupon convo, it also depends on how you're presenting this situation and what you're saying. If someone said to me, look, I've only got a van. I, the fact that you're telling me that's what you've got and you feel a little bit of a way, but you're letting me know, I'm probably going to say, just bring the van. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll just get yeah. there. But if you turned up in it and I didn't know, I would be thinking, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would, because I would feel hot. I would feel hot turning up in a white van. So I would definitely just do a cab thing, yeah, initially. But I would like from from straight off, like even through the conversations, I would let you know I've only got a van and explain the reason why because of my work and whatever. But then for the first date, first two dates, even the third date, I wouldn't, it just pure cabs, just sort it out. And then, you know, when you kind of feel like you've built that relationship with the lady, then you can do the white van. But I would never turn up in it Without pre-warning you, hundred percent. But what about well, just telling? Front. What about just telling the person to meet you there? Well, that too. That, that, yeah, that that's too. an option, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and go. then you can make yeah. And get if anything, Uber home. 
you can make public transport there. Well, and then if anything, areas. yeah, do an Uber. But yeah, something along that line. But I would yeah. never turn up in a, no, with no a white way. van. There's no way I would be turning up in a white van. There's no <laughs> way. I'd rather get a zip car or an Uber. And, but I would say straight, like, listen, I'm going to have to get a cab, yeah? What, you know what I mean? Like, what's your address or if you want to meet me there? That's how I would play it. Do you see what I mean? And if she says, oh, yeah, no, come to mine, I'd get an Uber, go to hers, pick her up and do the same, you know, do the thing. But yeah, there's no white van. Second, third date, I'm telling you, boy, you know what? I ain't really got the money for the, for the Ubers and all yeah, that. Yeah, there's no other option now. i drive my van. If you're like, boy, I gotta, I'll be like, all right, well, I'll see you later then, yeah? Take care, bye. What about like, if you two are going raving or something and like, I don't know, back in the day, you've got to park up around Club Coliseum, <laughs> nine Elms Lane, <laughs> and you're in a white van. And you know there's always yeah, a crowd outside oh, Coliseum. That, that would be embarrassing. <laughs> How would you feel yeah, that? That would be embarrassing. That would be embarrassing. You'd hope that the guy would just park somewhere yeah, that, away like, yeah. and walk back. But park you know what you Junction and get a bus up to Vauxhall. <laughs> I would rather come off a bus than to be coming out of a van. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, mm. 100%. If I park my car down the road, that's cool. Or my van down the road. But I don't want to be parking up like, yeah, boom. And you're blasting out music and then people looking at you like, what the hell is this brother doing? Come on now. You know, it's just a stupid cosmetic thing. Everybody's all materialistic and all that kind of thing. Like, but not a white van. No way. Jessica, thank you for joining us on the Unsuppressed Podcast. And you know what our motto is on this? Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Nah, your contribution's been brilliant. Yeah, no, thank you. It was good meeting you. Yeah. And thank you for the contribution. Thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed it. I love a good old chinwag, as you know. <laughs> and yeah, it's been wicked. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to this podcast. You can contact us via the Instagram at the Unsuppressed Podcast. You can also drop us an email, the Unsuppressed Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the Unsuppressed Podcast with your boy Dids UK and your boy Mr. S. King Cole, aka the, the Two, two miserable, miserable Bastards. Don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your friend, tell a friend. Uh huh. Peace. This is, is the Unsuppressed Podcast with and Cole, aka the, the Two Miserable, miserable Bastards. Paint the sky and dreams of